Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Guys, this is one of the hardest podcasts I've ever done because I've never researched more in my life. For Chris Bukowski, you've been on every show imaginable. I know. I must make it tough for you. It's really tough. No, it's honestly been <laughs> such a joy to go back and watch Emily Maynard's season. One of the best ever, in my opinion, all the way up to just last summer. So we got a lot to, to talk about. Let's get going. Beforehand, I like to know all about you before this crazy thing that you did called The Bachelor. So what were you up to? Yeah, so oddly enough, I actually just moved from New York back to Chicago. Okay. Um, but in that time, I was actually kind of trading emails with casting. Um, and I just bought a place in Chicago. It was like this, you know, so excited. I was 20, just turned 25. And um, my whole life was just ready to get started. You know, in Chicago, <laughs> I had a great job. Yeah. And um I was kind of ignoring them and they, and they hit me up. They're like, we're at a casting in Chicago and it was right by my, my place. So I just went over there and, um, and I went and it went well. And they told me who the girl was going to be. And I was totally my type, uh, you know, Emily. So, um, then they cast me like a week or two later. Well, how did they even find you though? So one of my best friends growing up, she sent a letter in to nominate me on why I should be the bachelor. Oh, okay. So that's how I got my information. Yeah. So had you watched the show before doing it? No, I, um, you know, my mom watched it. So I would kind of see like, you know, it on in the background. I remember her watching like Andrew Firestone's oh, season. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Back in the day. Wow. And she would sit there and she'd cry. I'm like, mom, I'm like, what are you crying <laughs> You know, and then um, I do remember her watching. She did like she had some input on Emily because she watched Brad Womack yeah. season. Um, so that was helpful to hear that, you know, she was a big fan of hers. She approved already. Yeah. Even going into the experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then could you have thought back then that you would be the contestant from this franchise with the most appearances? Thought. No, no, it's funny because. You know what? I got to stop this really quick because I have a washer and dryer being delivered right now and I've been waiting two weeks for it. <laughs> Go get it. Did you hear it? No, this is fine. Just leave it on. I'm sorry. They gave me like an eight hour window. So I had no Look, idea when they were coming. It's totally fine. It's good. All right, let's so go. he has his washer and dryer, everyone. So back then you're 25 when you did the show. Yeah. Could you have thought you'd be the most viewed slash i don't even know what you would call yourself the most most appeared uh, on most appeared person, person in bachelor world oh <laughs> uh, no you know it's funny because before i left i told my mom like listen like i don't think i'm gonna get past the first night you know and she told me she's like oh no like you're gonna come back with with the girl like, she was that confident she was gonna get she a hometown knew. yeah she knew and i'm like all right and you know when i got there i was like you know I didn't, I had no expectations because I never really watched it. Um, but yeah, obviously it went pretty well and I did have a hometown and, um, you did, we will talk about this hometown. Well then, okay. So you go, you go to quarantine in this hotel. I'm sure it was the same, you know, with Emily's season and then you do the first night and there's all these cameras and it's like a whirlwind. Like, what were you thinking that first night in your first bachelor experience? Um, well, I was... I don't know. I wasn't really thinking much. I was just doing a lot of push-ups. Okay. You know, um, I was nervous. I was excited though. Uh, you know, again, I think the the first time is was the the best time because I didn't really know what to expect. Right. Um, so I was sitting there. You know, the producer would come in and ask you, "All right, so what are you gonna do for your entrance?" I'm like, "I don't know. Say hi and like." What did you do? Um. So I just came in. It was like a normal, like, hey, Say I'm hello, Chris. Hello, I'm Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what I did the first night is, so I was working like in sports um, and I had uh, two custom bobbleheads made, one that was me <laughs> and one that was her. Perfect. Yeah. So um, I gave her those bobbleheads. And... So you actually made those or had them? No, a company that I worked with, they made the bobbleheads. 
But you um, at least, that was your idea. It was my idea, yeah. That makes me feel good. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Although, I mean, you should have heard the other ideas the producers had. It oh, was, yeah. I. Yeah. Ugh. Thank God I stuck to my guns on that. And I was like, no, I'm going to do a standard hello. I feel like that's the best way to go. I wish I remembered all the things that they were suggesting, but <laughs> it's, for, it's for the best that I stuck with that. What did you do? You just... You I just, just said, said hi and... Um, and he made a dumb, he, he was really nervous too. I was the last one and he said something like, are your dimples real? And I was like, I was going to ask you the same thing, but I was like, okay. no, I'm, I, I faked it. Like <laughs> these are fake. I painted them on. That's all I remember. Honestly, I blacked out. I, I just, to this day, I couldn't tell you what I said. Honestly, most of it, I, I couldn't tell you what we even talked about, but exactly. Okay, and I have Facebook questions too. So Euphrasio Granade said, how ready was he during Emily's season to potentially be a stepdad to Ricky if Emily ended up picking him? Not ready. <laughs> In my mind, I was so scared. When I came back for hometowns, I was like, holy shit, like, you know, I could be getting engaged. She has a six-year-old kid. I could have became ready, but, yeah, you know, at that time, I was just starting my life. You know, I was just getting started. Um, but you know, I knew there was an expectation of that potentially happening. So I wasn't like, you know, ignorant to the fact of, you know, me just being there to be there. Um, so yeah, I mean, was I ready? Like looking back now, was I ready? No. Um, you know, potentially could I have been ready? Yeah. I would have probably taken, taken a lot of, a lot of time still though. <laughs> uh, Melissa Tayback said, I need his thoughts on Jeff with one F. Jeff. Jeff's an interesting one. Jeff was probably one of the closer guys in the house, and we, we, you know, we were friends with after the show. But he's different. I mean, he's—I uh, don't know how—he's definitely one of a kind. But I mean, he was a good guy. I know, like him and Ari had this whole thing. Yeah, when Ari became the Bachelor. Yeah, that was sassy for a minute there. Someone but, uh, said, "What about Kalen and his baggage comment to Emily?" I mean, Kalen is just that kind of guy. Um, he, he didn't feel like it was bad at all when he said it. Um, but he, he just said, I don't know, he's eccentric. He's very um, outspoken and doesn't really have a filter. So you get to hometowns. This is yeah. where it really gets fun. Uh, someone said, we know that the leads don't often say I love you or I'm falling in love with you, but at hometowns, Emily actually said she was falling in love with you. Did that make it harder when she broke up with you? Oh, it's brutal. I mean, because I said it to her, mm -hmm. and um, I was feeling great. You know, it was you know I saw my family. Everyone had a good time. Um, so, and I had the first hometown as well. So, you know, going back to LA, like I was confident, you know, the worst part was, is getting dumped after hometowns because then your family thinks it's their fault. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, my family's great. I, you know, I love my family and they were perfect. Um, it was just, you know, not meant to be, but I was, I was blindsided. I had no idea. And she didn't have a reason and it's not, you know, she doesn't have to have a reason. It's just part of the process. I don't think they can ever really say what the reason is either. So. Right, right. Yeah, and then you got, if I remember, a little bit sassy when she sent you home. Am I correct? A little, I mean, a little bit. I just wanted, like, a reason. True. And then I was yeah. like, it was fine. And then they made it seem like I, um, when we were driving away in the limo, <laughs> they made it seem like I flipped her off through yes. the sunroof. <laughs> there, first of all, there's no sunroof. Oh, Lord, okay? yes, yes. And um, they, like, blurred it out. I'm, Never in a million years, if, even if you no, would never, never do, do that. that. <laughs> no, what they didn't show too is after that, they wanted me to take my tie and my pocket square that I got. That was her favorite color. I ordered a special because I knew it was her favorite color. They wanted me to go to the park and light it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You had to draw the I line there. You were like, mm -mm. I was like, no fires, no, no fires. fires. <laughs> Now just go get me a bottle of vodka. Let me just go to sleep. <laughs> uh, at that point, though, who did you think it was going to be? Ari, Jeff, who was it? Sean, I think? Yeah. I thought it was going to be Ari. Ari, okay. For sure. Okay. Um, I, thought it was be, I thought it was between me and Sean at that last rose ceremony. Um, I knew Ari and Jeff were, like, way ahead of, you know, as far as, like, relationships concerned. 
Um, so yeah, it's between me and Sean. Okay, so then Bachelor Pad, that's where you could say your your villain ways came out. So much fun. So much fun. That was season three, the last three. one. Three, season three. Yeah. Okay. So without getting too, because it's, it's complicated, but there was Blakely, Jamie Otis, and yeah. then Sarah, Sarah later on. But the, the f- original triangle, if you will, was Blakely and Jamie Otis. And Blakely was your partner, yes? Yeah. And then you start kind of like, you know, being romantic with Jamie Otis. And then it was this whole thing where it was essentially like you were pitting the women against each other. That was the the image, at least. Would you agree with that? No, it was horrible. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, I I had no idea as this was going on, like what it was making it seem to look like. But, you know, when you go there, I was just finding a partner. Like, it's a competition. So I had no interest in Blakely as like, you know, you know as like for like relationship. It's definitely into Jamie. Like I was attracted to Jamie. You were, okay. So that was legit. Yeah, I thought Jamie was great. And the girls were so mean to her. Um, so it was like hard to like, you know, even have conversation with her because I knew the girls didn't like her. I, at the same time, I didn't want to get, you know, voted out. Um, yeah. So it was just, oh man, it was brutal. I was having so much fun though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely my favorite, favorite it was. show. Of all, Maybe of not as fun to watch and live through. No, it's brutal. When it, what was what was it? Um, there were some lines that were just wow. Um, I'm yeah. looking at her boobs. No, uh, one was I only kiss her to make her shut up. Yes, yes, yeah. that was okay. So like that probably super sucked when that came out. Oh yeah, I don't even think that was the worst one. And like honestly, all those things like I can never even think about saying those things. So what ha- what happened? Like were were you just having fun and ping pong and stuff or? Oh yeah, you just get fed this stuff, you know. I was like, I would never say that. Yeah. But at, this, at that time, you don't even care. It's like, oh, this isn't going to be on on TV. And um, but now, like looking back, it's like, all right, they take the most, you know, notable person from the most recent season, and they take him for a spin, as you can see with like what happened with Blake on the last. That's season what I was literally saying. Like he had it. He had it all. Yeah. America loved him. And then he went on, and it was like the reverse of the redemption, which you know most villains have a great experience. The next show, you just went the right. opposite direction. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I mean, I was, you know, after Bachelorette, I was, I was good, you know? Right. Of course. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't change it. Like, I learned a lot. It was tough. Um, but Bachelor Pad was fun. And that's some of my best friends still, like, from the whole show. Here's the most random one to me. And I don't even know if this counts, but you did show up. Andy's season of yeah. The Bachelorette, when you, when you showed up, like... That was where a majority of the questions came in, ironically. But um, how did wh- what was that like? Why had you talked to her beforehand, or we like traded like a couple messages? But like I was interested, and okay. unfortunately, like a producer got wind of that and okay. kind of put it on my plate. Like, hey, would you want to like meet her? So I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, obviously that was a shit show. That um, was a shit show. Yeah, that sucked. So it's like you get there probably. You sit in the hotel for a couple days. Yeah. All that preparation, and she doesn't even let you into the mansion. So, and that whole time, they I was like sitting down by where the producers have their food and the tent and the crew and stuff. And what they did is they brought her out the front door so I could see her. And someone who was supposedly blocking me from when it's here would like, oh, like I'm going, they wanted me to like run up there and, and talk to her. <sighs> Um, I didn't do that. Uh, so I just left. Kimberly said, did he ever hit Andy up after being denied a spot on her season? No, I awkwardly saw her at a premiere event and it was just weird. We just like talked for like a hot minute and, <laughs> but like, you know, I'm friends with some of her friends. Uh, so like we kind of have run to each other a few times. Um, but no, we've never really like, talked about it. Well, why do you think she didn't let you into the house at all? Like, what was the point of all of that? I mean, I might it was selfish to even, you know, show up. You know, it, it was, you know, ma- making it a little about myself when it's more about the guys. But at the same time, it wasn't like fooling me. I could never just show up there, right. you know? Of course, yeah. Um, so if there wasn't like um, a thought that I could maybe, you know, 
talk to her or something could happen that I wouldn't have went, you know? that Yeah, that was pretty random, in my opinion. The best part is, too, is, like, I talked to some of those guys, and they had no idea I was there <laughs> no. until after the show. What? Yeah. As they're watching it. As they were watching it, yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, you'd think, like, you'd come in and maybe, like, mess things up or what make things awkward at least for like an episode it was just kind of like okay he's here and then she said no and goodbye it's ridiculous a, it was stupid. i had a really good suit for that night too yeah what was what kind of preparation did, did you like buy stuff and not really i just showed up with a suitcase and like i had no high expectations so i figured like if i was gonna go and carry on the show like they would help me a little bit right <laughs> so you think yeah well then you, then it's BIP season one. And let me just ask, so between between Bachelor Pad and Andy's season, are you like, okay, I've I've done enough? Or were you like, let's wait till the next call? Um I had a lot going on. Like I was opening up a restaurant at that time of too. Of course, like, yeah. You have you've got legit stuff going on. Yeah, so it was like um it was weird because I knew they were gonna hit me up after the whole Andy thing. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, first, first new show. Like why, why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. I was probably 27 and um, yeah, I mean, it was a snap call for me to say yes. The only, you know, it typically has been besides like the last time I went on. Um, so yeah, it was exciting, you know, a new show, uh, maybe redeem myself a little bit. Right. But you never really do. I mean, it's almost impossible. It's always but... something that comes up and yeah. makes you look like shit. But Oh, yeah. BIP season one. That is when you and was it Elise? Elise, yeah. This was the one where you guys left. Yeah, tore my meniscus. You guys hooked up, I think, and it got like hot and heavy really fast as far as like serious Oh, so, so it, it's really yeah. funny talking about this. Okay, well, please, I want to go down memory lane, please. This is yeah. so exciting for me. Yeah, so, you know, oddly enough, I had a date card. I was the first one to show up on Paradise. Right. And I took Claire on a date. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took Claire on a date. We had a good time. But then, like, that same night, it was it got wild, right? Back then, you can just, you can drink and party and... Whenever, yeah. So yeah, then me and like Elise started like making out in the ocean and stuff. And there was this whole thing. Claire was pissed, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, all right, like Elise is cool. Like we'll see where this goes. Um, but another thing is like none of the girls liked her either. Hmm. Just like in, you know, Bachelor Pad. I was like, damn, why do I why pick all the- Why are you into you know, people that no girls like? Because those are the ones, the, those are the real ones. Yeah. Usually, well, those are the real yeah, ones. Typically, yes. So that was the whole thing. And, you know, I- I hurt my knee and it was really hard to walk around paradise with like one leg. So I'm like, I'm getting out of here and, um, asked her to leave with me and that's it. She actually, we actually left and we flew to my, we stayed at my parents' house for like three days. Well, okay. Yeah. So it, at least obviously we knew that you were injured, but it definitely was more like we're leaving to, to pursue a relationship outside of here. So everyone was probably thinking like, why wouldn't you have just stayed? Stayed, right. It was more about the knee or the, you know, injury then? You know, I wanted to stay, but you just couldn't. I was using like a stick as like a cane. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. And um, it was just hot and miserable and in pain and just over it. It's, you know, it's not glamorous. It's not like no. fun to be there really half the time. I've, I mean, I've never been, but I've only heard like the crabs, the heat, the... Oh, this first season was horrible compared to the rest of the season because it was in Tulum. Oh, I forget. I mean, it was in a different spot. Yeah, it was it was brutal. I mean, it was. I mean, the plumbing. Oh God! I mean, it was really? Horrible. Yeah, no flushing the toilet, toilet paper in the garbage can. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then she did. Okay, so she left. She stayed with your family for three days. Yep. So that actually happened because I know, like, before you guys left, it was conversations like we want to meet each other's families, yada yada yada. So, but did, yeah. you didn't meet hers. No, I mean, she stayed in Chicago for a long time. Um, longer than I thought. <laughs> uh, and then she came back for like Christmas time. And, I mean, it was kind of a thing. It went on for a while. Like, so uh, you could say you were like trying to date a little. Yeah, definitely. They showed my parents, um, my sisters. And uh, it was fun. We had fun. It was just like, I don't know. There's so much pressure once you get off the show to make things work. And, and it's so hard. Um, so yeah, obviously it didn't work. And we just kind of went our separate ways. And then at that point, 
you say you're retired. Not yet. <laughs> when did you retire? Paradise two. Yes. That was a bad one. That was probably the worst one. Yeah, that's when you quit. I forgot about that, right? Yeah, so they asked me to go on and... <laughs> Gosh, this is great. I don't... <laughs> okay. They asked me to go on and I couldn't. I had my sister's wedding, right, during filming. And they're like, all right, well, why don't you come on and see if you can find a date to your sister's wedding? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, good idea. Stupid idea. Like, I had to clear with my sister. She's like, oh, like, she better be cool. That's a little I'm like, weird, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so I went there and they brought me on like all the way at the end. Everyone's like wifed up. Mm-hmm. And I got out there and I probably had like four vodka sodas before it was 10 a.m. And mm. I, oh, yeah, I was I was overserved and went out there, made a fool of myself, got in a flight with Elon. Wow. Almost a physical like it was like it was bad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And um, I ended up giving my date card to some guy. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what his name is even today. today. OK, cool. And then I just remember waking up in the hotel the next morning, just like so hungover and miserable. I'm like, holy shit, why'd I do this? And I remember they came into my room and asked me if I can go and shoot like those intros for like the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, physically can't. Um, you're just out of it. So that was it. You're, you're so uh, hungover. I, I was there. I sat in the hotel for five days and then I was on set for like one day and then I left. Well, why'd you get so drunk? I mean, I was just nervous maybe nervous yeah okay but i can like hold my liquor pretty well i feel like you know it was early yeah and it just happened i don't know i was like there was no one there right so there was no one there i had nothing to like pursue or no one to pursue it's not an excuse by any means but there's nothing to do so you're drinking and you're it's hot and you're at the pool and you're talking and you don't really, I didn't really know anybody. Which is so surprising to me. Yeah. I didn't really know anybody. And the guys were, you know, I knew like Mikey Tenorelli. Yeah. Um, and that was really it. Going into these season, I guess it's just specifically the, the paradise seasons. Was there anyone that you were interested in going into it? Or was it just more of like a, a crapshoot? Let's see what happens. There was never anyone I was specifically going to see. Okay. And this, and even like this last season, I didn't watch the show for like two, three years. So I had no idea, which was actually awesome. Um, I feel like it's more organic and genuine that way. Yeah. Now we're just kind of like text each other. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. I feel like that's, I almost, it's almost like a mistake to go that way. It's almost a mistake to not talk to people Blake would know that's true it's it's like it's both ways I guess but like these people like go in with like a plan you know that's true. I'm like couldn't we just do this outside of the show if like there's this um you know when I first started like Instagram wasn't a thing right of course and now everyone their intentions are so different like I feel like back then people's you know they were more genuine in what they were trying to do there, you know? Well, was there any part of you then? Because I think it, what, what was it? Season six, you were just on. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Instagram is a thing. And every like, yeah. did it make you nervous to go on a season with people in that kind of realm of Instagram and influencing and all that? I, I knew, like I had an idea, like some people that would be there, but like I made it a, purpose like a point not to really dig too deep into it okay because i don't want to go digging through people's instagrams and have like this preconceived kind of opinion about them before i even meet them the coolest part about the last season was i really didn't know anybody and they didn't really know me they knew of me maybe um so you know everyone i got to meet was like it was a new like meeting someone on the street which was at that point maybe the villain slash you know gone drunk thing was gone (laughs) Gone. it's gone i was you know i had the opportunity to kind of recreate you know myself i guess you know from a tv but honestly at that point i really i didn't really give a shit um you know i'm good like i'm i was 33 or i was 32 um on paradise this last one yeah and it's like i've been through the ringer with this shit so it's you know and nothing was gonna like make it i just didn't want to you know do something that would, you know, really embarrass, you know, me or my family. And I, you know. Right. Had you dated people like between shows? Mm-hmm. Did you date quote unquote normal people? Like, was there a reason why you kept going back? Were you, were you secretly hoping or thinking like I, my match is 
a reality person or? I just felt like it's, you know, when you're doing these shows, it's it's easier to kind of communicate with people that are also on the show. It's, you know, there's, it's, everything's kind of relatable. And then when you're dating outside of the show, the intentions of people, you don't, it's just weird. Like you question everything and you're like, Oh, like, do they like me because of me or because I was on TV? And I, that's still like a big thing for me. I have no still. idea what's going on. Okay. hundred percent more now than ever, because back then I, you know, social media wasn't huge. People and now it's saw huge. You. They and, follow you now. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so yeah, I mean, it, I always would go on hoping I would meet somebody. And then in between um, Paradise 2 and the last time I was on, I dated someone for two and a half years. We lived together out in LA, a regular girl. Um, And then when we broke up, that's when the whole kind of, they were always hitting me up, like every every year. You announce, you retire, well, I don't know if you've officially announced it, but it was I'm retired. You did, I think, right? Yeah, on After Paradise on season two. Yes, and you were like, I'm not coming back anymore. Yeah. And then you do two and a half years later ish. Um, Yeah. So, so why? Like, I know you've described it a little like, yeah, but I'm, was there any part of you that was like, Oh, I have to announce that I'm unretiring. Not really. Cause I feel like people kind of forgot, like the new kind of wave of people watching the show kind of forgot about it. True. Um, And some did it. And I love those people that have kind of watched (laughs) this whole thing. Um. But no, I mean, I went on and I didn't want it to be like a big deal. And I just wanted to go on and, and just, it was great. It was great because I wasn't like a big deal or anything like, you know, like going on Bachelor Pad or Paradise One, like I was like super relevant. Yeah. And this last season was like, you know, half those people thought I was like one of I was a producer, you know, <laughs> when I showed up on the beach and it was great because it was like you know, the cameras, I was just sitting at one point, I was just sitting in the chair on the beach and I was just watching all this shit unfold. Like, this is great. No one cares about me. And this is awesome. Oh my um, God. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It was, I wasn't part of the drama or any of that stuff. And I was just chilling and it was, I was actually enjoying it um, early on. What, when did you and Katie start? Like, I don't know, um, talking slash becoming a thing. I mean, from the first day, um, okay. the odd thing was, is that they didn't want us to talk, um, oh. which was weird. You know, you would think early on and she was very like Katie, like she was great. Cause again, like I didn't know anybody. Um, she was very warm and welcoming and, you know, would just shoot the shit with me and we would just sit there and laugh, um, which is awesome. And obviously she's gorgeous too. So of course, yeah. that always helps. Um, but they didn't want us to talk at all. And we almost had to force it um probably like a weekend to like all right like let us hang out let us talk and because they were looking for a different match like i don't understand so originally they were i was with like annalise they didn't show a lot of it they didn't show a lot of it but i was yeah um and then i think um you know christina came in and then when jen saviano came in they really wanted me to be with jen so yeah jen at yeah. that point, I'm kind of bopping around now, but you and Katie had kind of, I don't know, you might not have been exclusive, but you were seeing each other or whatever. Jen comes and Katie does the whole, I think I call it self-sabotage, where she's almost like yeah. testing you. And she's like, just go, it's fine. Yeah. So at that point, were you thinking like the two of you were quote unquote exclusive or, or whatever, like? Because I know that bothered you a little. Yeah, I was thinking we were, like, getting to that point. Okay. Um, it's tough because um, I did want to go on that date. And I didn't want to go on the date. Uh, I knew what she was doing. You know, I knew what Katie was doing. Yeah. Um, I didn't want it to be like, oh, I'm teaching you a lesson or any of this stuff. Like, yeah. At the same time, you know, we're, like, on the show to, like, meet people. So maybe, you know, for me, it was like, all right, let's go on this date with Jen and and if you know I'm not enjoying myself thinking about Katie the whole time then like all right I'm all in with you know on Katie but they wanted they wanted you to go out with Jen that was like something they were they literally took her like a special help I mean it was like she was placed there it was like the Sims I mean it was when they when she came I was like oh shit I I know that she's I knew this was exactly what was gonna happen because it was too easy it was too easy I was sitting there and like 
sipping pina coladas and enjoying myself. I could never, I could never do it. I could never. That's brutal. The whole time I'd be like, what's your plan here? What's happening? Yeah. Okay. So you're on the date with Jen. Were you thinking about Katie the whole time? Like, was that clear for you? Um, no, I was thinking about like, yeah, obviously her feelings and how she felt being there. And obviously, you know, she'd be thinking about what's going on the date the whole time. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, put myself in her shoes and I would hate that. I would have hated it. Um, but you know, I've done this long enough where I understand like it's part of it. Um, again, bachelor and bachelorette, like there's one guy dating 25 girls and like you don't even think too much about it but when you're on paradise like oh god like if you're dating more than one person it's like <laughs> it's the end of the world you know it's so silly oh when yeah. you really think about um, it but i mean i was super attracted to jen and uh, i knew that she was, she was hell yeah yeah i knew she was going there to bring me on the state I, I knew that they placed her there for you know for that reason and I, you know at the same point same time I'm, I'm glad they did like had you ever talked to her beforehand no, I knew of her because um, I'm friends with Nick and they had that whole thing yes, on Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew she was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, stunning. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean, we we had great conversations. I got sick on the date. That was horrible. Um, okay, wait. I, was it Katie that said that you were sick like the whole time? Yeah, I mean, they don't, there's this stuff like they left. I was deadly ill did it start on the date with jen or had it already been happening then no so it started that day um before we went on the date and i was sick already before we even got on the boat um and then that just kind of genius to put you on the boat that's that's a good idea it was so bad (laughs) it was it was torture and i remember they're like oh just jump in the water it'll help your equilibrium like i don't think it's my equilibrium i don't think that's the issue here I jumped in the water with Jen. I thought I was going to drown. I was like, I was like someone say, I was like, hold me. Yeah, exactly. Hold me, Jen, please. Um, but yeah, I was throwing up on the side of the boat. I was miserable. And I thought like, all right, maybe it is seasickness. I got back to the house and we like did this little date they put together for us at the, at the, at the beach. And, yeah. and I wasn't feeling good at all. And then um, all night I was sick. And then the next morning, deadly ill like deadly ill uh, couldn't get out of bed um so i mean i haven't talked about this at all and i'm you know shocked no one's ever asked me to like do a, some people have like super I can't early on believe like, it. i was so sick like if you know if you remember if you go to like a, well, there's an episode i'm not even there um i was they put me they took me out of off the set they put me in a hotel and i had a, i had a nurse a 24-hour nurse with me i had ivs with antibiotics um, 24 hour drip antibiotics. And at one point they were like, listen, like if you don't get better, we got to send you home. Um, so I was offset for like four days. Um, I missed, I was at Crystal and Chris's wedding, but uh, they made me leave after like 10 minutes. What happened? It's crazy. I'm actually still kind of sick from it. No way. This is like some COVID shit, but like after effects, I'm yeah, telling after you. effects. Um, I like, I like, and I had to go, this is the craziest shit. I don't even like, I have never really even talked about this, but, and I, I we're kind of skipping forward, but even after the show, you know, I was hanging out at Katie's out in LA and I just, she got me into like, see one of her doctor friends because I just wasn't feeling a hundred percent and they did all these tests. And from the doctor, he's like, you have to go to the hospital. And he, they literally, I went to the. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? It's been Bring so it long. <laughs> been so long at the hospital, and there's like, I stayed there overnight. This whole thing. This is all before they filmed the, um, the uh, finale. Reunion thing, yeah. The reunion, yeah. And yeah, so it was this whole thing. Something with my stomach, my heart, my esophagus, just from being so dehydrated and 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 practically dying over there. Literally. Um, it was it was bad, and I, I'm not really explaining it the right way because I, I still feel like I'm going to get in trouble for talking about it. <laughs> um, but it was it was bad, and like they they always made sure like I don't you know that I didn't talk about it. And honestly, like I was at one point I probably lost like pounds while I was there. None of my clothes fit me when I was leaving. 
I'm, I'm not even sure how long paradise is, but you're out of it for four days. You're sick the whole time. How the hell do you get to a point where you're proposing to someone? Oh, I mean, like, how does that time out? I need, some, sorry. I need some vodka in this glass. Well, She's talking about it. Um, <laughs> here's, the, <laughs> here's the thing. It's getting to that point when you were, when you're me and this is messed up to say, but you know, everyone, the whole, like my, I envisioned my, my dream after doing all this was to find someone to get engaged on the show, you know? And I think, everyone kind of envisioned that for me too. Of course. Um, it's like, Oh, Bukowski's coming out. There's no way he's not leaving engaged. Give him one last try. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is last go around. Like <laughs> let's send him off on his way. We never want to see him again. Oh man. And it was weird again, like Katie and I had a, a lot of fun and I think us getting engaged actually was a huge disservice to like our relationship. Cause I think we would actually have been really great friends. Mm they get in your head the odd thing is is um you know we talked katie and i talked on our fantasy suite night like we're not like we're not getting engaged like option one was we're not getting engaged we were going to leave as like boyfriend and girlfriend and see what happens afterward well that's not an option for they don't want that it doesn't uh have a fun ending yeah. for everyone option two i was gonna propose and she was gonna say no fine Option three, I was going to propose and she was going to say yes. Um, so that happens. Then there's a whole day we're separated from each other. So we have this, we have this plan in our, in our minds, like one, two, three. They separate us and, you know, guys are um, on set. The girls are in a hotel and they're just, you know, in your ear hole, like Katie's, just, you know, really wants you to propose. She's doing and, it. She wants, she wants the ring. Yeah. And so, I'm sweating bullets. Like, I'm like, all right, I can't go up there and break this girl's heart and just totally blindside her. And then in retrospect, now looking back, it's probably what I should have done. Um, I should have ended it right there. Um, yeah. And, you know, when I got up there, like, everything I said was just, like, coming out. And, I, like, I meant everything. And she gave me, like, it's, like, you okay? You know, like, gave me a ring. Like, oh, because, you know, just in case. And, um, just you know, case. and she gave me the nod, like, yeah, I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this. Let's see what happens. And I think doing that was, you know, that was my bad. I, and it sounds bad to say that because I have had really strong feelings for Katie and I think she's an awesome person. Yes. Um, but I think we would have, we would have been awesome as, you know, people trying to figure it out without that, you know, pressure. that ring and that pressure and, and just hanging out. Like we had great times after the show. Um, How is your relationship? I mean, you, you've kind of touched on this, but you, you leave the experience, you're engaged or did you have like the happy, whatever those are called? Yeah. We had the happy couple weekends. I would bunker down in her place in LA. Um, I was living in Denver. She came to visit me once. Um, I'm still in Denver, but um, it was, it was fine, but it was just like, it didn't feel natural. It felt like we're just doing this to do it. Um, but there was like, you know, pockets of like, wow, we're having a great time. Like I went down to Louisiana, met like her friends that, you know, she grew up with, which was awesome. Um, uh, like I prefer that over the whole, like the LA, you know, the people are on the show and like just getting all caught up in that shit. Like it's just not good. Um, right. we, we, we did really well away from all that. And then when we were in it again, you know, being around, you know, Hannah and Dylan who are just like madly in love with each Perfect. other. And, they're just like, yeah. and you're trying to compare yourself to all these other couples and you're not even close, you know? Um, so it's tough. And again, like I wasn't feeling well the whole time either. So I was probably a dick some of the time too. Like I was, you know, yeah. wanting to be by myself and not wanting to hang out all the time. And, and, you know, she likes a lot of attention and, and I do too sometimes, but it just, it was a lot and it was, we were both like stressed to the max and not enjoying it at all. And just, it, it was, it was not healthy. Um, and it sucks because, you know, yeah. you know, she met my family, I met her family and we always had a good time. You know, my little nieces loved her and, um, but I, we just knew the whole time, like, we're just doing this to do it. She might say something different. Well, she, no, I mean, she, speaks really highly of you and you know she spilled a lot about that reunion show in particular 
how she felt yeah. like she was kind of railroaded. Yeah. I, I mean, essentially what happened, if anyone hasn't seen, is is they did the where are they now or whatever. And Katie was like pretty honest about probably what you're saying in terms of like mm. it was just hard and she wasn't getting what she needed. And then you come out and you felt like kind of thrown under the bus. So can you can you walk through from your perspective what that whole thing was like for you? Yeah, so I would say that, that night was probably the worst night of my whole bachelor you think? life. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, um, way worse than being drunk on TV. Way worse than being a dick on TV, um, because the problem was is that again, like I've done this enough to where I can I can envision like what's happening, and she was new to all this, and I. I went onto that stage thinking like, Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. We'll talk about our problems, but like, we'll talk about the good stuff. Like they came and filmed, filmed us at my condo in Chicago and, and doing like fun stuff. And me, she met all of my friends, all of my family at my bar in Chicago. They didn't air any of that. Mm. They, they showed her different footage and they showed me when we were in our room, you know, prior to the finale. And the crazy part is this is why this hurt so much for me. And, is that the seven days prior to the finale, we were together. We were at her apartment, hanging out, watching movies, and just hanging out. And then literally the day later, you know, I show up and she says all this stuff. And I'm thinking like, why didn't you tell me that yesterday? You know? Yeah. And I get it. I get it. It's a show. And I felt, I felt railroaded. Like I it hurt so bad. I couldn't wait to get off of that stage. And, uh, and looking back, I always replay things like, Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. But obviously you can't change it right then. And there, like, you know, I knew prior to that, like not going to work, but again, like if your person's up there, they would never do that. Never, never do that. I know she has said that like they took the ring and wouldn't give it back to her. Yeah. Yep. Um, and she was telling, but at the same time, she was still beating me down a little bit. And I mean, either way. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, and I get it. And it's still my fault. I'll take blame for everything because I knew exactly what was happening when it started to happen. Um, but with my history, it's like, well, well, where's Chris again, you know, being an asshole. And like, I had zero, mm -hmm. zero, I zero thought that that was going to happen. And they did a great job. Good for them because they, they shocked me and I was pissed and I couldn't get out of there. I left. I mean, I literally left. I went and changed and I left. And No shot of a relationship after that, probably. That was probably the nail in the coffin. We went on for months after that. You made it. It was brutal. I mean, it was just like we were on this tour of doom and it was... Well, you had all the interviews after that. Yeah. Probably. Well, we tried. I mean, we tried really hard, but always in the back of my mind, I was like... God, like if this, if this happened like that, like, I mean, that's not right. It's just, it wasn't right. And it's still, it bothers me still a little bit, to be honest with you, as much as we would talk about it, as much as we would apologize to each other, it would just never sit right because you just, I wouldn't even do that to like an, an I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. But again, like I, I get it. Like it's, She's new, she was new to all that stuff. And it, it's just a weird atmosphere. And again, I think Katie and I would have been like really good friends if none of this happened, but that's not what it is. You don't sign up to, you know, go find. Um, but um, so there's it was no friendship now. There's there was, there was for a while. And then, you know, we're just two different lifestyles. You know, she's really into the, um, you know, the social media and the influencing and, I don't, I, I put like my cooking on, you know, <laughs> once in a while on my Instagram stories. It's good stuff. Um, good stuff. Quality. Yeah. And you know, it was like this it's weird, like, I don't care about Instagram fault. Like, I don't care about that stuff. I don't, you know, like I scroll on that stupid thing, but I barely even post on it. I don't care. I've made like a couple thousand dollars by doing ads. <laughs> like, I don't need that, you know, like, um, yeah. and that's what sucks. A lot of the people you know, I was the second oldest person on the show. And it's like a lot of the people go on the show to, to have that opportunity. And I don't, I, I enjoy hustle. I appreciate the hustle, but that's just, you know, it's not me. Well, okay. So can you say 
you're retired again. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Or you can't you can't retire twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who made that rule? Come on. I made that rule. Okay. Here's the thing: is like, um, as much as like this has been a roller coaster ride, I appreciate it. Like I've done this for eight years, nine years, nine years now, um, and I I can never fully disconnect. I just can't. I can't get away from it. It's on twi- you know Twitter. I have friends that are from the show. I'm friends with some of the producers. Um, and I'm grateful for the opportunities I've gotten from the show. I'm grateful for the friendships, the relationships. And honestly, if the opportunity was to go to back on, I probably would say yes, but under a different circumstance, if there was someone else actually interested. So you would, for the first time, go on with the intention of meeting someone. I always have the intention of wanting to meet someone, Just but no one in specifically. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So if there was someone like I was interested in, I wanted, obviously I can hit them up and be like, hey, you want to go on a date? Yeah, why not do that? Right, I could. I totally could. Um, but it's, you know, people want that. People want that, you know, find love on TV, have the extravagant date and see what happens. I, it seems like you believe in the show. Like you believe it can work. I do. I've seen many successful relationships. Listen, I also, you know, people always say, oh, like it never works. Well, relationships in real life don't work often either. Yeah. Um, and they're often just as just as bad when they don't work. So, you know, my dating life is super weird. <laughs> you know, going... <laughs> we, have a, we have a ton of questions about your dating life. So yes, please, oh, God, please it's, share. It's something please else. Please share. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, that's why like going on the show, like I said, when we first started talking, it's, you know, people have, we have stuff in common. It's relatable. We can talk. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, now, now it's just... Okay, so... All right. I'm fired. Let's let's keep going. Let's just keep. <laughs> I'm gonna fun. just take up your whole time here, but I do want to ask before we get to your dating. Uh, out of all the shows you've done, let's look mm-hmm. back. Is there anything in specific terms you could think? I wish I would have done that differently. One thing, two things, anything besides maybe the the proposal which you just mentioned. So there's only a thing. And people probably don't know because it was Bachelor Pad. Okay. Um, there's one. There was one thing I would have changed on how I could have actually won the prize. I'd love to know if you'd like to share. So everyone hated me, right? Yes. Um, I was a gamer. Me and Sarah won all the challenges. Um, but at the end, the cast has to vote for who who wins. So. I knew no one was going to vote for us, but I still like tried to pitch them like, Hey, vote for us. Like <laughs> we played the game, you know, these people don't care. Yeah. Um, so is that the couple, they get to choose like keep or share the money. So what I was, my idea and that we didn't do it was that Sarah and I were both going to say keep so that the cast can split the money. Okay. But what I wanted to do for real is I would say I would say um, I would say share, and Sarah would win. Sarah would say keep, so she would win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, but you thought All right, you'd get like, to that point. Well, yeah, I could have got to that point. It was easy. It was easy. Like just thinking about it, I talked to producers afterwards. I'm like, I could have totally done this, yeah. and I could have like the cast would have made like twelve thousand dollars each, and all I had to do was like go up there. I know you guys hate me. But... I think we all deserve the money. Sarah and I are both gonna. Oh, you guys yeah. get all the money. Come on. Uh, I know. Yeah. And no redos. So that's a that's a big one. That would sit with me for a minute. Yeah, it's two hundred and fifty grand. Is there anything in particular that wasn't shown? Anything at all that you wish had been? So much. Um, <laughs> I know it's a that's a tough question. Yeah, so much. Honestly, I would say from the last season would be just all the, sickness? the stuff that they. Well, that, that, so there's a little more explanation of like, where the hell was I for half the context for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, like Katie was great during that. Like she was always checking up on me, like taking care of me. And, um, and they were also, it was really weird because right after my date with Jen, so they do the same stuff and it was like super uncomfortable. Um, but you know, there was good stuff. Like Katie met my family. I went down to Florida, met her family. They filmed a lot of this stuff. They never showed it. Um, <sighs> and which is fine. 
I mean, it's fine. Our relationship wasn't like one of the, like the, yes, like we're happy for them relationships, you know? It could be debated that y'all's was like the real one that everyone was like, oh, they're yeah. just authentic and not striving for, I don't know. It was super real. It was, it was, there was a lot of ugly to it. And I think a lot of relationships have that. And, and we were powering through that. And there was, there was good times. There was good moments. Like we enjoyed each other's company and um, it sucked. It was brutal. We were, we were at the end. It was like, I think it was like right around like this time when we kind of called it quits. Um, and that was miserable. I mean, you know, for a month or two after that, I was just like, Holy shit, this is brutal. You know? Um, so it's a lot of pressure. I would say that was probably the most, you know, just the real stuff. So context into the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Christina Mo, who does he still talk to most from bachelor nation? Oh, I talked to a few, um, uh, from back in the day, Jacqueline Swartz, uh, Christy Hansen, um, Love Jacqueline. from, yeah, from my season, Tony Piper, Kaylin once in a while. Um, but like now I talk to, um, I talk to Clay a lot. Um, Chicago, Chicago guy from, you know, from, from paradise. Um, God, there's so, there's so many people. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's group threads and all this stuff, but, uh, you know, we don't all live by so Blake. I talked to Chase, Denver. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't, I don't really hold on to too many of the, the relationships, I guess. Okay. Uh, here's, here's one. <laughs> Trisha Ann, why does he think he's still single? If you are. Well, great question. I am single. And here's okay. the thing. Now I'm 34 years old and you know, there was a point where it's like, I was, I was, my main goal was to find somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I'm at the point where like, I'm, I'm happy. Like I am, I do fine for myself. I'm okay being alone before I wasn't, I'm still, I still get sad when I'm alone. No one likes to be alone. No. Um, so now I'm just like, I'm going to not force anything because I was doing that for a while and I'm being super picky, I guess. And, but still super open-minded too. And I, I go out on dates when I, when I can in this crazy environment that we're in right now, um, talk to a lot of different, different girls here and there, uh, whether it be through a dating app or Instagram or however it might be friends trying to hook me up with their friends. That's and, an efficient way. That's my favorite way. At least there's yeah. something that's not like, Right. There, there's a little bit of like yes. substance human there. connection. <laughs> right. Right. But you know, again, it's like the dating apps are kind of cool. It's like you meet, you know, I moved to Denver, so I didn't know a lot of people. So I've met a couple people that have become really good friends out here through a dating app. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, Some pro dating app. Samantha Green, what is he looking for in a future partner? Uh, someone that's self-driven that okay. also lives a, you know, a, a parallel life to mine that has their own goals. Um, but also, you know, is supportive okay. and, you know, vice versa. But honestly, you know, I grew up with, you know, two older sisters and I see how successful they are on their own and how great the relationships are with their husbands. And, you know, I like that. I like a girl that has ambition and, you know, their own goals we're just gonna really test you here leslie said <laughs> does he want kids <laughs> yes okay so my younger days i wanted 10 so i can feel the baseball team whoa <laughs> hello 10 i'll go at two now you're gonna go at two. okay we, we yeah we're gonna cut it by eight children that's we're gonna cut it by eight i'm, I'm 34 now so you know you couldn't do 10 yeah that's i mean i could okay he well yeah he wants two kids <laughs> leslie she also wanted to know what you need to work on in relationships. Um, probably communication. I think um, I lack that sometimes, or I always assume that the other person understands like what's going on in my mind. Okay. So definitely communication. Got it. Brett Vergara says, is he ever planning on giving me my charger back? No. <laughs> no, Brett's never getting his charger back. Tell him not until Spidey gives me my jacket back, then I can give him his charger back. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, 
Erin Murray. See, this is tough because this is subjective. But she said, why didn't he talk to me when I saw him on the dance floor at the the Vig, the Vidge in Chicago? JK, mm-hmm. don't ask that, please. But please ask that. The Vig. Vig? Wow. When Vig? was that? What? Is that a thing? The Vig. The Vig? Yeah. yeah. Aaron Murray. Did she Did she talk to me? I mean, I don't know. She didn't specify. She, I think she wanted you to come to her, and you didn't. And that was kind of rude, don't you think? Ooh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Next on. time, Aaron. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> uh, Brianna Schneider said, what is something he wishes more people knew about him? Um, I wish people knew that I am extremely close to my family and I'm a mama's boy like through and through okay yeah uh Skyler said what's his biggest life lesson he took away from all his experiences in the franchise so many um probably I mean this is for anything I mean honesty is even on a show that's highly edited honesty Mm -hmm. goes a a long way so not that I was dishonest but I could have always been more honest with things have you gotten contacted to go on paradise (laughs) Is that is that happening? I feel like I'm just always on the list. It's so. happening. You're gonna get a call. You're accepting of a call if it happens. Um, if they called me, I would definitely not say no. But again, like it would be under different circumstances. I wouldn't want to be there from the first day um, okay. for someone else specifically interested in. I I love that you're not saying no. This is actually really lovely. You could just keep uh, on going. I mean, at this point, Olivia, it's like. Why would I even say no? I, you know, if I was in a relationship, then yeah, it's an easy no, but I'm de- I would definitely go back. Okay. At this, you know, it's so ridiculous now. It's like, <laughs> now it's like normal. You're going to have like something on your resume that no one else has. You've done more appearances or whatever we called it than anyone else in the history of ever. Oh, yeah. Maybe By Nick far. Vile is close-ish to you, but I think he's I think he's done. two behind me. I think he's done. Yeah, now. he's done. Yeah. yeah. So no one can touch you, I think, honestly. Unless it's one of the new people, yeah. I'm going to get you like a sash or a crown. Do you have that? Give me a crown. Okay. Yeah, yeah, give me a crown. Now it's like a joke, you know, and I feel like every season they're just going to prop me up on one of the beach chairs and just be sitting there. <laughs> yeah. What was your um? What was your intro for Paradise? I can't remember. I had the walker on That's the beach. What, I was like something about you being like a grandpa or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which was insanity. I was 32 years old. I mean. so I know it's crazy. So okay, so what are you up to now? What's happening? You're in Denver. Yeah, I just got a bought a place out here. Just got a washer and dryer. Just washer and dryer. (laughs) It's really great. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I can finally wash my clothes. Uh, I do all sorts of stuff. I sleep at my restaurants, which are obviously struggling through the pandemic. Of course, yeah. What's happening with that? So the airport locations are closed for now, Um, and then the one in Arlington is still operating at twenty five percent. So. Yeah, we're just trying to stay afloat through all this, and hopefully we'll be able to get back to the normal. We've been open for eight years now, so yeah, we're don't give up. It's we're gonna we're almost there. I can feel it. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, come no, back. we're hanging on over there. Um, I do a million different things. I'm involved with a lot of different startups. I have a digital agency that's still based out of LA. Um, I do some stuff with uh, the Lacrosse League and um, hanging out. You know, I'm just trying to survive here. I haven't seen my family since. Um, February. Awful. So it's my first year. I'm not seeing my grandma in like so long. I couldn't even tell you. It's, it's just yeah, it's brutal. so shitty. Well, if, if you want people to go to your Instagram and look at your food posts, um, <laughs> please say your Instagram handle, your social media, so so the food posts get attention. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm making a really good dish tonight. I made chicken noodle soup last nice. night. Okay. Doing a traditional Polish dish tonight. Um, it's Chris J. Bukowski on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my MySpace is. <laughs> Your TikTok <laughs> is. Oh my god. But I don't. I, I don't do TikTok. I don't even do it either. Oh wait, I had one more question. Um, yep. How early in your life did the Gerard Butler lookalike comments start? Yeah. Like what? Um, what age? Twenty-five. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe they it's started wild. when you went on Emily's season. Yeah, I, well, she said it. She said it Did on the show. Did she really? Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. Okay, well, yeah, that would make sense then. And uh, now it's like, you know, you Google my name and there's just like me and Gerard Butler. I'm like, all right. It, it is pretty, it's pretty exact, to, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, that that could go also on your resume too. 
I'll take it. I mean, he's got like 15 years on me, but. One of my favorite movies is a Gerard Butler movie. And. Yes, I love you. Yes. That's so good. So good. It's the reason I studied abroad in Ireland because I like freaking fell in love with it. And I did a PS I love you tour because I'm that much of a loser. Oh, yeah, that was great. So you followed like what he wrote in the cards. Totally. Absolutely. Went to the like bridge where they like first walked together like such a loser i love it i ugly cry when i watch that movie same i drown in my tears maybe i should watch that tonight just to like really make my life worse than it already is it's exactly what i need well um chris thank you so much go do your laundry yes um and this has been so fun i almost kept it to an hour somehow i was really i could have done another hour (laughs) and thanks for asking me because like no one ever asked me I mean, I remember bothering you like when you and Katie were still together. I was like, guys, I know you can't do my podcast, but like, what's yeah. up? And then I just was like, it's time to bother him again. The good good timing. It was really good timing. And I can't yeah. believe that no one has asked. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, you know, I know you've been doing this for a while, so I was happy to Almost happy to jump four on. years now. Can you believe yeah. that? Wow. Go do your laundry. Thank you so much. Talk soon. Thanks, Lydia. Bye. Good seeing you. 